Warning! What follows is a story of monsters, madness, and mayhem! I'm Nick. And I'm Zach. Welcome to Weird and Feared, a barely educational podcast about global folklore that aims to enlighten, entertain, and expand your world! Puerto Rico, 1995. Holy hell. The people of the island are terrified. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Hundreds of reports are coming in of a beast stalking the night and taking prey whenever it seizes the opportunity. You have my attention. Glowing red eyes are occasionally seen through the windows at night. Of course they are. Leaving the occupants afraid for their lives. I would be too. So far, the monster hasn't taken any human lives. What? That they know of. Oh, no. But surely, none want to risk being the first. True. I can can sympathize with that. The people of Puerto Rico wait in their homes throughout the night, only to emerge the following morning to find their livestock or pets outside dead. It's not good. Doesn't seem to be... A typical animal that would do this. Surely if it was a normal carnivore, it would have eaten the the animal. What did it do? Well, there are no signs of feeding on the corpses. Okay. Stranger still, there doesn't seem to be any blood spilled around. Yeah, not great. Usually animal attacks aren't clean. Upon closer inspection, the only wound, wound seems to be two small punctures to the animal's throat. And the animal has been completely exsanguinated. Not a drop of blood left. Always a good word and horrifying. Mm-hmm. So, what had the people of Puerto Rico been seeing? Many of the descriptions reported a three to four foot tall, somewhat scaly figure with long fangs, and spikes running down the ridge of its back. Okay. Four feet tall. Three to four feet tall. Like, so tall, not... Yeah. Okay. Bipedal. Not good. You know how many things are bipedal on this earth? I mean, I guess a bunch of things if you have birds. <laughs> yeah, I was <laughs> and, like, and, let's see where this goes. <laughs> and Nick, what are you telling me? Yeah. <laughs> Did you know... Um. That's for, you know, I mean, what I'm getting at is that the sight is uncommon, especially if they're not saying it's just like some bird or so. This seems like a figure. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. The spikes is also concerning. Yeah. Do you mind how many things that are four feet tall that have spikes on their back that are bipedal? Here we go. That's better. <laughs> not many. Not many. Uh, but yeah, the uh, people of Puerto Rico had been seeing this thing and... They'd catch glimpses of glowing red eyes at night. And, yeah. Yeah, eyes are never, I mean, I do and I don't want to see glowing red eyes at night. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I do, but I don't. Mm-hmm. But like I do. 
This isn't the first time something like this has happened in Puerto Rico either. Okay. Going back to uh, 1975. 70s, man. The people of Puerto Rico had been encountering a, a lot of animal deaths back then, too. Okay. Uh, in a town called Moca Barrio Rocha, Roca, Roca. Okay. Fifteen cows, three goats, two geese, and a pig were found with puncture marks on their bodies. Fifteen cows? Oh, yeah. That's we're, a lot of we're cows. We're talking a lot of animals. That's though. a lot of cows. We're not just talking about like, oh, your neighbor one day had yeah. their dog with this or something. It's like mass slaughter. <clears throat> Lots of animals. Like hundreds. <sighs> All right. And according to Wikipedia, another bout of this happened in the 30s, 1930s. Okay. Uh, Wikipedia said that, but they didn't have a link to good old point w- me to that. So good old Wikipedia. As far as I know, that's just right. That's just the internet being the internet. Yeah. So, 1995. We're gonna go back there, though. Sure. <clears throat> the point is, some of these things may have happened previously. Yeah. Okay. The recent animal deaths in 1995 were drawing the attention of everyone. Like, it was kind of becoming international. Okay. uh, Because people are seeing this. We're kind of at the dawn of the internet age ish. Yes. God, those days. Yeah. So, that's where the term comes from, where they named this beast. Okay. The goat sucker. Or El Chupacabra. There you go. All right. So I've never heard of the goat sucker. Oh, I've heard of that, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that's familiar. That's what that... How could I not... I'm a cool guy. I didn't know it meant goat sucker. Yeah. Did you not I, know? I, I didn't. No. Yeah. I just El, always... El Chupacabra. I guess I never dove deeper. Chupa, meaning to suck. Cabra, meaning to goat. <laughs> to suck. To suck no. of a goat. Uh, but yeah. Goat El Chupacabra. Sucker. Which, okay. obviously... Everyone has heard of El Chupacabra. Of course. It's one of the biggest cryptids. It's a mainstay. Yeah. Top 10, top top five even. Top five. Yeah. I think it's top three. You got Bigfoot. Bigfoot, yeah. The Loch Ness Monster. Yeah. Aliens, I, don't, I guess. I mean, I always want to throw. Top know. five for sure. We'll just it's sit, top five. I, now I was, trying to, I was trying to pet out the top five. We're not talking about that. Yeah, no. Mothman. Anyways, no. Chupacabra. But. Top three. A lot of people, what I described to you, it's not what a lot of people think of as a chupacabra, right? No, I just figured he's like a, I mean, I could tell you, like, you know, cryptid type, like, a, you know, like a some kind of weird coyote-esque beast that just eats things. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what's evolved out of this legend uh, is down the road. Yeah. Uh Chupacabras are spotted worldwide, basically. Okay. Um, it started off in Puerto Rico and then expanded to, I think, Brazil next, okay. where people started seeing them. And then yeah. it moved throughout the Americas. And okay. then I think they've been spotted in China and India as well. Okay. But it's morphed a bit over time. So now we have Chupacabras in the Americas that are 
like you said, more like dogs. Yeah. And they're seen like large dogs with big fangs. Yes. And those are what are attacking people. But that's not how it started. The people of Puerto Rico were freaked out by this bipedal yeah. humanoid lizard thing. Yeah, the bipedal spikes running around. Yes. Killing all their livestock. Yeah, that's way different mm-hmm. than just the, you know, general consensus or, you know, common sense. How common sense, there's always other things attached with, like, the thing you just assume isn't always true or whatever, and this is a whole different story. Yeah. Uh, and so th- they're hunting for it and everything, and at some point, the, n- the news is involved. Of course. And, I mean, it's it's a mess. Right. People are looking for this thing. They're terrified. Right. Yes. Um, they, people believe they found a nest, a, chup- a chupacabra nest. Incredible. Uh some people believe they found some eggs from it. Amazing. Well, yeah, because he's reptilian and scaly in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so people are freaked out. Yeah. And the news gets a hold of it. The local government gets involved because people are so freaked out that they have to do something. Sure. Um, I don't know what the population of Puerto Rico is, but it can't be big. Like, can't be huge or anything, you know? Yeah. Uh, and this got around quickly. And people are scared. Something's sucking the blood of right their livestock and like, pets and guys. I we need these things. Mm-hmm. I mean, we like these dogs. And it's want, like hundreds of them too. Yeah, they're finding you know if all their chickens are dead. Jesus, twenty chickens are dead. Oh my one god, night. Uh, fifteen cows are dead another time. Uh, I think the first incident was sheep i believe okay and that's kind of why it became the goat sucker got it it was a bunch of sheep and goats first and then it turned into cattle okay and stepping up his game well it just started taking everything yeah eight sheep were first discovered dead in puerto rico Jeez. each with three puncture wounds in the chest i mean imagine being a farmer that you walk out and you're like well eight sheep are dead that's normal. Mm-hmm. Not. What's that about? Yeah. Not normal. No, it's not. Especially when they're just they're bloodless when you find right. them. Not only are they kill like oh a dog got him a coyote took him out a wolf so there was a weird wolf that was creeping that I don't know if that's indigenous to Puerto Rico but the point is it wasn't a wild animal. Right. So then let's go back to the 1975 okay. bit where a lot of animals were dying. It's a good chunk of time in the history of cryptids and humanity. Yeah. The 70s? Yep. What were we doing? So the death count of uh, animals was pretty high. Okay. We had some different things involved with the Chupacabra sightings of 1975. Okay. And it's only now that they're kind of acknowledged as Chupacabra-esque. Okay. Because back then, it was called the Vampire of Mocha. Oh, Christ. So we have some definite similarities here. Yes. But we have some differences, too. Okay. Mostly we had... A lot of dead animals, all exsanguinated. Yeah. Which is similar. Okay? Yes. Uh, Back when it was the vampire of Mocha, people would see 
similar to what I described as the chupacabra not in 1995 with that reptilian kind of skin. Okay. But then some believed it had wings. Well, that makes things better. Some thought it was a bird of some sort. Okay. Uh, weird, but okay. Weird. People still saw red lights at night, but not so much eyes. They described them as looking like the lights on a police cruiser spinning in the night sky. Well, that's horrifying. Yeah. Imagine if that was its eyes and they, there's that's that's some uh, that's some Ghostbuster shit. That's not good. Yeah. Uh, in a period of two weeks in 1975, uh, there were up to 90 animals killed. Oh my god! And drained. <sighs> but then you have other accounts of large snakes attacking cattle. Okay. But that's not really. They have the Puerto Rican boas, uh, but they would be taking down cows. Okay, and they're not sucking all the blood out, are they? And they're not anacondas or anything like that. Right. So you have a lot of weird sightings going on during this. Okay. Okay. Uh, Yeah. So hundreds of animals end up being killed. And the attacks just kind of get weirder. Okay. Because a lot of them are being drained. Yes. Weird already, right? Not normal. But then a one of them is found a pig. A farmer, rancher found a pig. Seemingly with no signs of struggle. And it was missing an ear. Had a large hole in the side of its head. And when examining the wounds, yeah. it seemed as if the ear was removed with like surgical precision. Oh. Like it wasn't ripped off or anything. It, it looks like a clean cut. Okay. Weird, right? Definitely weird. Okay. So now we've got a lot of weird things happening. Yeah, nothing nothing run of the mill ordinary stuff. Definitely not. Um in March twenty fifth of nineteen seventy five, a man claimed he saw a horrible creature. That was covered in feathers. Great. Cool. Add that to the mix. And he threw a stone at it. Good the, good, good weapon. The bird flew at him. Okay. And attacked him. Not what birds usually Where do. he managed to flee to a neighbor's house. Okay. So again, we end up with a mess. People are armed, yes. roaming the night, looking for strange reptiles. Birds, bipedal reptiles, um, all sorts of things. Okay. So going back to 1995, basically repeats. I've I've been kind of jumping around here. Sure. But they're pretty similar overall. The experiences of these two um, flaps, I guess, if you want to call them that, where a lot of people sing the same thing. Yes. Typically called like a, I think they associate that with UFOs mostly, the flap or whatever. But we're gonna call this a flap just because I don't have a better word for it. Sure. 
so, um, like I said, very similar experiences. And it kind of ends up dwindling down. And that's the chupacabra flap back then. Okay. But then, like I said, it spread over uh, the course of years. Yes. And then the internet happens. It does. And then livestock and animals are showing up in Mexico and Texas and southwestern U.S. where a lot of the same things are happening. You're finding your livestock exsanguinated, puncture holes in the neck. Jeez. People are spotting strange animals. Right. Oh, I forgot. I wanted to mention um, the bipedal part in Puerto Rico. They said that it it seemed like it would rear up and had like kangaroo-like legs. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Now back to what I was saying about the South America. Yes. They're saying they're seeing strange animals roaming around. You're getting a lot of uh, mixed descriptions of what these animals are. Okay. Most of them are saying they're strange, hairless, large dogs. Some are saying they have large hind legs, similar to that of a kangaroo, but they're on all fours. Okay. Um, It's scary. Yeah. And they're moving around. They're being spotted at dusk or night, and different animals are ending up dead. And people are getting freaked out, and this goes on and on. So then eventually you have what evolves into our modern chupacabra, uh, what we envision with that dog. Yeah. Because a lot of that comes from a few people have killed them. Interesting. And have weird specimens that they believe are chupacabras. Okay. And they've been tested and studied, and most of them are canines. They have large fangs, uh, but they're like mostly genetic anomalies, or not anomalies. They're like crossbreeds of wolves and coyotes and dogs is what most of them are, or other canines intermingling is what all those have been found. The weird thing is, though, that they are not sure if it's mange. Okay. For sure. Yeah. Because uh, the skin, by the time they test these things, whatever is, uh, whatever, the mites that cause mange are no longer present by the time that they're getting tested. Okay. So they can't rule out that it is mange or not. But they... If you see mange and you see these things, they look different. Like, okay. Like, you can't say one way or the other for sure, but yeah, they have, like, a very thick hide almost, where it looks more like a dog with elephant skin. Okay. Ugh. Okay? Yeah. And so that can be attributed to mange because it's a mite that makes them itch and itch and itch. So eventually you could thicken your skin, I guess. It's real severe case where it's just really going to town so from the few uh accounts i read that were like doctors or scientists they 
they said they if this was a case of mange, it is the worst one they've ever seen. Okay. Uh, it's beyond anything they've ever seen in well, domestic animals or um, definitely in wild animals. Like, it's progressed so far that these things shouldn't end up like this. So it's literally just saying, like, I mean, maybe that's possible, but it shouldn't be. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And outside of that, though, you don't see any of the strange legs or anything. Okay. But I, I, I'm not... These could be anything. These yeah. could be resembling whatever's killing people's animals, stuff like that. Because uh, chupacabras, like I said, are now spotted all the time. Not all the time. I know what you mean. Yeah, often enough. Often enough. They're always it, in the zeitgeist. They're that's always what, thinking that's why we know about them. Chupacabras, now. right. Mm-hmm. When I keep drawing, I didn't know, you know, you know where this road was taking us. But I keep thinking of, you know, shoddy. You know, night vision camera stuff. You see, like a weird giant dog with mange, like walking through some street somewhere or something. Mm-hmm. Like that was the first thing that jumped in my head when you finally revealed what we were talking about. Like a like a decrepit dog, but it's real. Like like you, the skin you described, and then this real skinny and the, but larger than it should be. Yeah, and so, uh, yeah, they get compared to. They have thick back legs. Sometimes they say they look like small. Bears. Sometimes they look like dogs. I guess it all just kind of depends on what time of night you see them, right? What time of day you see them, how far you are. It can get hard to picture, yeah. I guess. But yeah, so we have all sorts of animals turning up dead constantly or perpetually. I don't know. And people still spotting these strange animals. And most of these people are ranchers or something like that. They have livestock, so they tend to be outside working with animals. Yeah, they're familiar. And saying, you know, these aren't coyotes that are doing this. But then you also can get the argument that they are coyotes doing it. It's weird that it doesn't seem to be, you know, eaten ever, though. Yeah. It just always punctures in the neck. Yeah. So the only... What people kind of, kind of theorize about that is it's coyotes that are so kind of stricken with their this mange or whatever that's ailing them that they're too weak to hunt. So then they go for livestock because it's easy. It's just trapped in a pen. Yeah. And then they bite its neck and then that's it. Seems I mean, a little weird. Yeah, all that's, I mean, all that's so strange. And the fact that, okay... If there are coyotes with this weird mange taking effect and, like, they're sick, then we should be able to, like, when we find their dead bodies, which should happen every once in a while, even if you think it's a rare thing, you know, that there should be definitive things that you could assess from its dead body, you know what I mean, as opposed to it being like, oh, we don't know. Right. It's just that's, that's the strange part. We should find some of these things dead then people should be able to dive in, you know, people, by people I mean scientists or anybody who's worked with animals and be like, yeah, this is what this is or this is a thing as opposed to it being some unknown phenomena. Well, that's like, so I watched the, what is it, uh, Monster Hunters. Okay. Where they like test the animals and everything. Okay. And they couldn't give you a definitive answer. Like, they're obviously like trying to keep it open. Like. Yeah. For, like, for fun. For, Yeah. Science. Just kind of like we are. It's fun it is. to imagine it. But yeah, yeah. 
but they but they actually couldn't prove it unless they left some stuff out. They couldn't say definitively this is just a coyote with mange. Yeah, they could say like its DNA was that of, you know, a dog or something with a dog, and but like the weird stuff about it is like they're leathery. Like yeah, they even tested it to make sure it wasn't a Zolo, the Mexican hairless dog. Yes, and they said they said it hadn't been a Zolo. It wasn't a naturally hairless dog. Okay. Um, so yeah, yeah, because those guys are bigger and they are, you know, if you've never seen one of those before, that'll freak you out. Yeah, at night or something. Yeah, I think they're like forty to sixty pound dogs, so like not huge, but yeah, bigger but not medium. Yeah. yeah, right in the middle there. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, big enough that if you saw one and you didn't know what it was, <laughs> you'd be like, "What the fuck is that?" <laughs> yeah, like what are you? Where did you come from? Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, but yeah, there's, I, that's basically the El Chupacabra. Yeah. But there's a lot, there's a lot going on there. Well, and the science stuff just reminds me of a weird and feared classic, you know, the wolves of Forgotonia. Yeah. And I thought about that too, because they were like, oh, it's maybe Mexican wolves breeding with coyotes. And sure. I was like, okay, well, that sounds pretty yeah, similar to yeah. what we had in Illinois here at one point. Right. But yeah, it's it's quite the uh, the leap from what we're seeing in Puerto Rico to now they're just, you know, dogs. Right. Bipedal lizard creature with spikes on its back with kangaroo legs mm-hmm. that just drains your blood. To a mangy dog? I don't know, man. Yeah. It's rough. That's it's, rough. It's quite the transformation. Um, so people, obviously, you could you could lean towards it as aliens with yeah, the not? weird lights in the sky. Yeah, and the, always the, the lights. reptile thing, yes. bipedal things. Yes. Um, and then there's, I might have to unpack some more about this uh, vampire of Mocha. Sure. Please do. Because it sounds like there's a lot more UFOs involved with that. And then you have like the weird surgical removed things. Right. And that that implies intelligence, very sharp tools or claws. Well, and then so then it turns into like this whole thing that you can open this up into. And I didn't want to do it. I wanted to try to stay focused on uh, the Chupacabra. Right. But then you could go into like... uh cattle mutilations and mm-hmm. like that's a thing that's still happening all over the place right and that's definitely associated with ufos and aliens so i didn't want to do i didn't want to sure overdo this one and pile into that too well, I hear you. Well, cause but you, you, ca- you have to kind of mention it like yeah absolutely well that's you know I, i've encountered that with doing you know different well encountering different creatures is looking up things to address on the show, it's like, this is awesome. But then this, you know, obviously could connect to this and that. But this and that is even broader. And it, then that spirals into a whole new thing as opposed to, you know, focusing on this initial thing, which is a thing on its own. Yeah. So like, I, I had to mention all these things because they're all kind of tied in. But then, yeah, it's a lot of dead livestock is what it comes down to. And is it a blood sucking vampire dog is it a 
blood-sucking vampire lizard man thing with kangaroo like yeah, legs that right. hops away. Yeah. Why do some people say that it can fly? Right. Why does it have, well, I mean, back in the day, wings. You know, where do these wings come from? But like, have you ever thought about sucking blood? Me? It's <laughs> <laughs> like a, you know, like. As a hobby? Is it, no, or a thing to do in the, your, <laughs> in your spare time. But, like, it's a violent act. Wouldn't you think, like, how much, like, pressure does it take? Like, you imagine sucking through a straw well, to suck out. And they're sucking out an entire thing's blood circling we, through its body. Like I mean, you got much, a big pump helping you for a little bit, at least. That's true. I suppose that's true. Just let it flow. But I would always imagine that, like, to have it be so precise, if it's just a few, like, pinholes to, like, get the blood out, I would imagine the suction around the area. I've just kind of thought about, always thought about, like, how much force involved in that area, why it's just the, it's, it's got to be this a very specific. I mean, once the pump gives out, you're sucking against a vacuum. That's not easy to do. Right. So then I think, figured it would just, like, you know, rip apart or, like, but to leave the two... I haven't thought about this. Yeah. yeah you know it what I mean? Be, it would be difficult. Right. Once it's done, then the marks itself, why would there just be little marks? You'd think there'd be like, like rips or like a gash or like, because you'd be like, you know, if you're trying to like, imagine like trying to suck the juices out of an orange, I guess, or something. Or like kind of, another hole to like make it so you get some release. Yes. Relief, right. Relief valve. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Some kind of system yeah. to have it be so precise and then have all the blood be gone because then, then that jumps into um you know like technology aliens there's a tool to do this mm-hmm. does this scaly creature have a tool to do this maybe maybe it's not its mouth per se like you know poke and then well because so there are vampire creatures on mm-hmm. earth like we know of the vampire bat right we have mosquitoes yes right yes uh i believe well mosquitoes i mean they're small enough that your blood pressure is just gonna. Yeah, they're so tiny, just like there it is. That's why up. if you hold their face in, they explode, right? Yeah, yeah that's what they get. Yeah, teach my <laughs> lesson. Yeah, get out of here. <laughs> yeah, fuck around and find out. Yeah, exactly. You found out. Um, but then I think like vampire bats. I think they, yeah, just make a wound and then they sit there and drink from it. They don't. Yeah, I don't believe they suck on it. Right. It's not like so. a puncture and then. I mean, it's just a thought that came to me. Like, how would that... Because, like, I'm thinking, you know, we go to Mosquitoes, little guy, he gets you. I wish he would just take my blood and not make me itch. Like, if you're going to do it, man, like, what's the point of this? Does it numb the area? Is that what it does? I'm not a scientist. I, I don't remember. I knew this at one point. So did I, but, again, thinking on the fly here. I think he, it's their saliva. Yeah, I think it's so you don't feel it, and yeah. then it itches. So he's a tiny guy who does that, and the bats, like you said, will bite. So imagine sucking... The blood out of a giant cow. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, it takes a lot. And then if we go with chupacabras being these weird dog mangy creatures, I mean, I've seen dog bite. Like what? You know, like that's not a. It's not two punctures. No. Yeah. It's kind of weird. It's, it's really weird. It's more <laughs> biz- right? It's more bizarre. Yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, because I mean. I mean, you've seen like hyenas. They're I not. Have. And they're scary. I mean, they're dogs or wild dogs, like yeah. African wild dogs, uh-huh. or even just like your regular dog bite. Right. They they're nasty. They're not clean. No, they're nasty. Yeah. It's a nice rip. It's a. Mm-hmm. And even if like this advanced, this different advanced creature, sure, this other creature, like it bites into you, and then it has like the uh, discipline 
to like just bite and then like suck. Mm-hmm. It's unless it's canines are like giant and the pressure is through the roof for those little. You know, what I mean, if it's, it's got like a if it's internal or if its lungs are able to, you know, but the like, weird the weird or thing, drop the diaphragm. That's kind of what does it, I think. But you'd still think there'd be some blood, and there's yeah. never any blood like spilt at these sites. Yeah. It's just it feels like tools. A dead animal. It feels like tools. Yeah. You know, just more thoughts. Yeah. So chupacabra is weird, and it it opens up a lot of. Different ideas. Yeah. Like, we could probably talk about this all night. We could, probably, yeah. Well, I also like the idea of, like, let's say this bipedal, because I'm, I, you know, as maybe is to be expected, I can't let this bipedal reptile creature go, because I honestly had, I just, it's it's amazing how many dives I can do, or we can do into different topics, and I didn't, that's new information to me. As much as I've heard about the chupacabra, it's bipedal nature and that kind of thing. That's a, that's stuff I learned tonight. Um, so if you think about that, where was I going with that? Uh, who knows? <laughs> but like the, the fact that I can you know learn new information and stuff. But then what would actually be doing it? Oh, okay. I'm back in my thought. So okay. So it starts with this reptile creature mm-hmm. who drains the blood. But then maybe this other dog type chupacabra. Is a different creature, but it's got enough similarities where it gets connected to a previous creature that's actually a totally different creature. Yeah, yeah. that's where I was going. That's with That's kind of what it seems like, but I don't know how you make that the leap. Yeah, I don't. Either. Well, I mean, I you, you make that leap because it's similar. The animal do- deaths, the animal deaths with the puncture wounds. Yeah, and the lack of blood. Yeah, that's how you make the leap. But the sightings are so different. Like you have people saying. You know, hairless, large-toothed dogs with large hind legs. Yeah. Size of bears yeah. in some cases, and then some are smaller. Yeah. And then a four-foot-tall bipedal <laughs> lizard thing with giant spikes on its back. Yeah. Which I should mention um, before I we get too far away from it. Sure. Uh, I've never seen the movie Species. I saw it. As a youth and haven't seen it since. came out in 1995. Okay, so I was... And the creature in it... Maybe nine. Yeah. Uh, the creature in it um, is similar to the description of... Is it really? Yeah. I guess it is. Reptilian... With the spikes out of its back. Spikes. I think they're more tentacles from what I was... Uh, what I read. Yeah, Species always seemed like one of those movies that, like, I only watched it probably once, then probably never saw it again because, like, I was nine and it was, like, a naughty movie and probably shouldn't have seen it anyways. Yeah. I mean, Seducing I mean, I Men. I think probably rated R. Yeah, very sexual. Oh, I don't know. Eating, like, I haven't seen it. Oh, said. No, <laughs> I won't give you any spoilers. I mean, um, I had to read up on it a little bit. Okay, so, so yeah, you know, pretty lady seduces mm. and eats people. Or I watched th- the trailer. Does she even drain their blood? Probably. Is she just a chupacabra? I guess. I maybe. watched the trailer. Yeah, so how'd that go? Trailer looked good. I want to see it now. You should. Yeah, there's I, th- and there's like three of them, I think. Three or four. Yeah, I think there was three. There you go. But, um, yeah. So, and one of the guys that did a lot of the investigation into this, and he wrote a book. Unfortunately, I don't have the book. Right. Uh, he asked the, one of the people of Puerto Rico, I forget what her name was, so I feel like I just keep seeing the people of Puerto Rico like <laughs> nonstop. <laughs> yeah. um, but he asked a woman that was involved in one of the initial sightings if she'd ever seen the movie. And she said, yeah, I liked it. 
So I don't know. You got to yeah. throw that in there too. Yeah, yeah. Well, that you that, can't ignore it. So. Well, that leans heavily into the alien stuff because obviously alien. Well, right. So then, and just from what I saw in the trailer, it's like an alien species delivers genetic material, and they like make a human hybrid, basically. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'll have to watch the movie. It looks good. Plus, the alien was designed by the same dude that did uh, the xenomorphs, from what I gathered. Geiger? Yeah. Oh, shit. There's new information, too. How did I not know that? There you go. That is good. Um, but yeah, so lots of lots of stuff. Chupacabra's yeah. cool. He is like cool. I said, one of the biggest cryptids. She in, is cool. It's cool. In yeah. crypto zoology stuff. Because people are still seeing them. Yeah. And it's gone worldwide at this point. Chupacabra it's, worldwide. Yeah. Banger. Mm-hmm. It's just... That's the 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 key there is also a new story that's fresh, new information, and the internet disseminating this information so it spreads faster than it normally would have in any other time in human history. And then there it is, right? There it is, right there. And it's similar experiences in what is happening, but maybe wildly different things that people are seeing, right? So. So, yeah, enough common ground between different types of events to coalesce into one singular entity mm-hmm. as in the Chupacabra. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. So, yeah, that's the Chupacabra. There he is. It's chupacabra. a good one. Yeah. Lots of lots of stuff. I am excited to, whenever we fall down the pit for the, uh, the Vampire of Mocha, I'm excited about that. Yeah, I, I think I... I'll I'll have to read up on it more, and sure. then I'll have to. Um, I kind of have some ideas of other things similar to that too that I could expand on in that awesome. that we could talk about. Beautiful in a similar yeah episode. Well, I'm excited about that. Yeah, as always. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if if anybody's seen a chupacabra, well, yeah, yeah, let us know. Yeah, if you are a chupacabra, yeah. Before you uh, wrap up here, Please, yeah, I no, should have mentioned this no, go ahead. before yes. Before we even started recording, but Please. we got to throw something else out here. Do it. Uh, this week, I want to point some of our listeners to a project that Nick himself has worked on. Yes. And a couple of other our other friends. Oh, sure. Yes. A fantasy comic that comes with its own instrumental album. Yes. To set the tone of the comic. So if you like comics, like... Uh, Conan the Barbarian or music like Sleep, then this project is for you to check out. Yes. And that was sent to me by the author of the piece that you also worked on. Yes. Our good friend Blake. Absolutely. And Blake, hell yeah. So I I should have mentioned that I was going to bring this up before. No, no, no. no. (laughs) Obviously, welcome. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. And uh, one of my bandmates also did our... Uh, intro and outro music too. Yes, hell yeah. Is the musician that put all the music together. So hell yeah, Pete. A lot of our good friends, absolutely, and one of our hosts here, doing yes some cool stuff. So if you'd like to check that out, you can check it out at you know that I hope it's what's on the Kickstarter. It's right? called Rest Rituals yes. for Godlings and Guardians. Say it again. I talked over you. I'm sorry. Uh, Rest Rituals for Godlings and Guardians, and there is a Kickstarter going right yes. now 
So yeah, if, check it out. If you could please. check it out, help some friends out. It's Absolutely. a cool project. Yeah, make it come to life. Yeah. It's a banger. Mm-hmm. A lot of great people involved. Yeah. I'm biased, but a lot of great people involved. Seriously, good stuff. Yep. Hell yeah, guys. See, so yeah, give that a whirl. And again, you know where to find us and all the socials. You know where they're at. Yep. Instagrams, the Patreons, Weird and Feared. Come find us. Say hello. Do it. And support good stuff, guys. And above all else, stay spooky. Yeah, stay spooky. Stay spooky.